Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. This episode is sponsored by Arcade Restaurant, Memphis's oldest cafe. In this episode, we'll hear about a team of four who look at changes in the Mid-South food industry. They help restaurants tell their stories through some awesome video content called The Food Report. Hey, Ben. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Nicholas. What's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is free food for a year. I like the sound of that. (laughs) Free food for a year. You know, we'll get into that uh, here in a little bit. We've got a exclusive announcement for your audience where we're going to be giving away free food for a year to one of our viewers. So we can talk about that in a bit once we get into things, but uh, we want to let you know that up front. Uh, exclusive announcement specifically for your audience first. That is amazing. So if you are a listener of what's on your mind, just keep that in the back of your head that you could potentially be getting free food for a year. Let, let, let's keep, keep on listening to hear more. Well, we, uh, you know, that's one of the things we do. Our, our main, uh, our main thing is trying to get our message out to, um, you know, our viewers, which in turn means we're trying to help restaurants get their message out to their viewers and their audience. And, you know, it's such a a tough time right now for restaurants uh, over the last couple of months with them having to close for a little while and then reopen. Um, That's, that's part of what we're about is getting their message out through video content. And then, um, you know, trying to trying to provide some free food for the the viewers as well. So it's a win-win for both the, the restaurants and the viewers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm interested to just know a little bit about you all. So um, for obviously you all can't see the podcast right now, you're only hearing it. And this is the first time that we've had four people total on this call. So we have four voices on here instead of just two. Um, So tell me a little bit about you all. What's your story and what inspires you to do what you do? Yeah, well, I'll start off. I was kind of the uh, leader of this fearless group. There's actually four of us. Uh, we have a social uh, media manager that's not on the call, Helen Claire. So uh, she'll be helping us, you know, break this content down and, and get it out there. But um, yeah, from my standpoint, um, you know, these are my two sons that we're talking oh, to okay. here. And I say my two sons. Bryce is actually an extension of the family. He feels like a son. And uh, I call him dad. So that's yeah. so sweet. <laughs> But Nicholas uh, is my son. So we, you know, we were all sitting around, um, you know, one day and we're trying to find new places to go out and eat. And uh, it seemed like we were going to the same places all the time. You know, it was all this, always this question of what's for dinner, where are we going? Are we going to, we started looking for new places to eat. And um, we were big into editing video content and trying to make home movies and things like that. And, um, Somewhere along the way, it just kind of clicked. There's probably other people that want to know about, you know, cool new places to eat too. And um, I remember that night we drove about an hour trying to find a new place. And that's how desperate we were to find something new. And um, it's that it's that whole thing of a, a new experience. You know, it's the nourishment of the food, but then it's also an experience that you have at a place that we were looking for. So um, we started interviewing restaurant owners talking to them, um, trying to get their stories. This is close to four and a half years ago. And then um, that kind of migrated into, let's do free giveaways. Let's get the restaurant to give away, you know, a gift card or some merchandise, t-shirts. Everybody likes a cool t-shirt and things like that. 
And um, I, I remember when we we kind of felt like we had our first viral video was when we did Gibson's Donuts. Oh, and, wow. Um, okay. It was a big giveaway. They did uh, 10 dozen donuts. And uh, a lot of people responded to that. Just, you know, it's such a, uh, a part of Memphis over the years as far as as food goes, everybody knows Gibson's. And uh, so that, that was kind of how we started it. We did 10 episodes pretty fast. Uh, I moved to New York for a couple of years with my daughter, did some video work up there, and then came back to Memphis recently within the last couple of months. And um, it seemed clear that, you know, now more than ever, restaurants need our help in getting their message out. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of part of my story. So I'm the host of Food Report. Uh, I'll kick it over to Bryce. He can tell you about uh, his role in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, filming has always been a part of my life, I guess, in one way or another. I specifically remember back when Katrina happened, we were uh, we were in Olive Branch at the time, so not a whole bunch of uh, damage or anything over here, but there's a lot of storms going on, a lot of tropical storms. And I always tell people this story because it is what kind of kicked up my passion for it. Um, my dad, he actually gave me a video recorder that was a full-on tape recorder. It had a full VHS on it. And I was maybe 10, and me and my friends would go outside, act like news reporters. I'd sit there trying to edit the video through the camera and stuff like that. So um, did a whole bunch of neighborhood kid stuff, and then uh, just kind of kicked off from there. I'm kind of the cameraman with Bryce and also learned the editing over the years. So. It's definitely fun. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, Nicholas, what about you? All right. Well, first of all, I'd like to say uh, thanks for inviting us on. This is a pleasure to do. And uh, this is the first uh, type of thing we've done like this. And uh, we're happy to be on here. Um, you know, they actually brought me on a little bit later. Uh, what would y'all say? Maybe, I think maybe a couple months after they started. You know, they did a few themselves to see. And they're like, you know what? We could use another person. So I was like, you know what? I'm in. It sounds fun. Um, you know, I'm more so a cameraman, you know, they do more so of the editing and stuff like that. And I'd like to get into editing at some point. Uh, and that's something that we're going to kind of have to do at some point with how much stuff we have backed up. Um, but I'm more, as of now, I'm more of a cameraman and a, uh, you know, equipment specialist. I handle all that stuff and try to get all that where it needs to go. I love that. I love that it was just like this fun kind of, you know, childhood family interest for for all of you involved and extended family too. And then it just kind of morphed into this really cool project. Um, I have to say, I, I, I have a lot of fond memories too of um, making a lot of just really fun child videos with my dad's video camera and then asking him if I can borrow his work computer to use. Um, I think we had like Windows Movie Maker on our, on our home computer. And oh yeah, started off with the Windows Media Maker. And then I think I, we graduated to the, the first iteration of, of Apple iMovie on our desktop Mac, like back in the day. So um, it's fun to see. Sounding just like my story on that. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, and I love your all story of, um, you know, wanting to support local businesses and local business owners and restaurant, um, owners and really kind of support them and help them share their story and what they do. I think, like you said, I mean, I think restaurants are absolutely struggling right now with everything going on. And, um, it's been cool to see, um, in Memphis, how things have morphed. Like, um, I went to puck food hall the other day and they now have all these, these, um, digital registers where you can go up and just order your food now just on a screen. 
Um, and I mean, obviously there's less human interaction, but it's like, this is so cool how it's just modernized the place and, um, you know, the, the charm is still there. So it's interesting to see how the food industry has had to, had to change in order to keep up with everything that's going on. And um, so I guess just in, in um, maybe the past month or so, what are some interesting stories that, that you've seen kind of come about with all of this? Well, um, one, of the, one of the things that's surprised me is how some of the smaller restaurants, the ones where the owner has so much passion, they're sort of reinventing themselves. Yes. Uh, they're looking, a coffee shop is now looking at bringing in food. And in fact, um, we were at a place yesterday called Social Cup. It's in Carrierville. And uh, it was one of my favorite places we filmed so far. And I think the guys would agree. It's one of those places where, you know, we go to Gibson's, we've been to the butcher shop and the rendezvous and the commissary, all these names that people have heard of. But then there's a lot of new shops too, some of which two places we've been to recently, uh, the one I just mentioned, and then Rolling Cafe these places open during COVID, like right before everything happened, they're opening up a restaurant. And, you know, this is when you're hearing statistics like, you know, 25 to 33% of restaurants might not make it through this. It's costing them $10,000 every time they have to shut down and reopen because the inventory goes bad. Uh, so it's just this really courageous entrepreneurial spirit that they have. But like I said, they have to reinvent themselves some. This coffee shop we went to yesterday, Social Cup, he has a lobster roll on the menu and that would just blow us away. And, you know, coming from New York for a couple of years now, I'm, I've had lobster rolls up there and it's usually the imitation crab, a lot of mayonnaise and usually expensive, but pretty good. This guy, he is not using any of that. He's using the real claw meat from lobster. And uh, it's just really cool to see the restaurant owners that have so much passion that they're not going down without a fight over this. Absolutely. Yeah, that's incredible. And I, and I love kind of what you said before too, of, you know, the, the food industry and restaurant industry, it's more than food. It's about the experience. Like, yeah, you know, if everything on your menu tastes great, that's cool. But, um, you know, it's almost like uh, when I look for a place to eat, you know, I want to see if the the vibe is cool. I want to see a cool building. I want to see decoration, art, music. I want it to be like a culinary experience. And I think, um, like you said, the fact that now it's, you know, it's not even just a restaurant or a cafe now. Now it's like a cool meeting spot or, you know, like they have a grocery store now elements. Like I think even the, the quote culinary experience or food experience, like you said, people have had to even reinvent what that looks like. And, um, I'm really excited to see how this has, you know, push some creativity for people. And um, what are some like really interesting changes that that you've seen? I know you mentioned obviously this, this one, but uh, are there any ones that you were really surprised about? Yeah, I mean, um, I'll speak a little bit about one that, that we just recently filmed last week uh, that most everybody in Memphis has heard of, which is Arcade Restaurant downtown. That seems like a good point for a break. Time for some ads. Sweet potato pancakes. Bacon, sausage, grits, scrambled eggs, Bloody Marys and mimosas. Don't those sound so good right now? Well, the Arcade Restaurant serves breakfast all day, every day. We're open 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And we're Memphis's oldest cafe, celebrating 101 years this year. So join us. Get dine-in, to-go, DoorDash delivery, We'll see y'all real soon here at the Arcade Restaurant. 
I always like to make sure that the products I buy or the clothes I wear have good practices behind them. When you buy from Serengeti, you support artisans, their families, and ancient fabric-making traditions. By giving 10% of their profits back to grassroots causes, they work to improve lives in their communities. There's a story behind every product they make, so when you wear Serengeti, you are truly wearing a piece of the world. You can get 20% off of every purchase with my code, JANIRAD20. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D-20. Check them out at Serengeti.com. Serengeti, wear the world. And now back to the show. Um, yeah, we went down and talked to those guys last week. And, um, you know, not only is their food great, but they're good people. A restaurant doesn't stay in business that long without doing a lot of things right and weathering a lot of storms over the years. And sometimes that means changes in what they do. And, um, you know, the arcade is now, they have a, they've expanded the space and they have a full bar in there now. Uh, they also have a separate coffee bar. So, you know, I think a lot of the original arcade audience was an older clientele. They're now trying to bring in younger, um, whether it's millennials or whatever, um, bring in new faces and let them try out how great the food is. And to do that, sometimes you have to change things up, uh, bring in a coffee bar, bring in a full liquor bar, things like that. And, um, you know, they, they've got uh, an exciting room there that's off to the right when you walk in the door. And it's, it's just neat to see them growing um, when there's so much negative news, specifically about restaurants right now. Not, not everyone's taking the... Um, uh, taking it laying down. A lot of people are fighting through it and um, you can just tell when you're around them, they're going to survive through this and thrive through, through it. it. Yeah. I like what, I like what uh, I saw on your website. I really like the uh, Maya Angelou quote that you had on there that. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> about not only thriving, but doing it with style. That's, that's what places like Arcade are doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, they are someone that, you know, speaking of, of storytelling and, you know, having to put up a fight. I mean, they've, they just celebrated their hundredth year of being, um, you know, a functioning, you know, restaurant and, and, and in the food service in Memphis, you know, one of, I think, what is it? It's like the oldest cafe. I forgot what their tagline is, but I mean, they just celebrated that hundred years. So to think of how many iterations they've gone through, um, you know, and how many historical events that, you know, they've been a part of and to, and the fact that they're, you know, finding a way to preserve that that cool Memphis vibe, the history. Obviously, if you go there, it's still very historic um, and, and and you feel that vibe right when you go in. But at the same time, like you said, they're they're having to match the changing times too and and kind of figure out, you know, how do we keep it hip and young and fresh, but at the same time still honoring the fact that we are Memphis's oldest cafe and we can't lose that part of our story. So yeah, I think that they are they're a great example of that. Yeah, you got the tagline right. That's what it says on the back of one of the T-shirts. <laughs> uh, by the way, for the audience who can't see what's going on now, every time uh, Jenny's waving her arm around a little bit, doing some <laughs> motions, I'm seeing this bright, shiny piece of jewelry flashing on the screen. I understand congratulations are, are here, and uh, congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. That's so sweet. Yes, I just got engaged uh, on Saturday, so thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, I saw the video on your Instagram. Nicholas uh, is getting married next week. Oh, congratulations. 
Well, I'm assuming with all of us here on this call that um, since food is so important to us, that food will be playing an integral part in our um, celebrations. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm curious to know, I've not talked to a podcast creator. Uh, the amount of editing that's involved in what we do, I think only a content creator can understand it must be similar with audio. Do you have to go through these and edit them heavily or how does it? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that, um, yeah, we can, we can absolutely, um, find some commonalities in that. I mean, I've had to kind of create a, a sound studio just, um, here I'm, I'm visiting my, I guess my now, I keep wanting to say boyfriend, my, my fiance. And so I'm sitting in his room. So I've had to change, you know, I have like a, a sheet up against the window, but then enough to where you can still see light. Um, so I'm trying to block out as much sound as possible possible. And then with the actual editing, um, I use multi-layer tracks. So I'll actually be sending you all obviously this video because, you know, you all use our big video content um, designers as of right now. And I'm going to push the video content creation probably to 2021, but I, I layer all the audio tracks separately. So at this, we'll have four audio tracks and I, I adjust each one of them independently. And then kind of like a puzzle piece, I go back and layer everything on top of each other. So I mean, it, I think it started out, I think, let's say my very first podcast episode took me maybe two days <laughs> totally to, to figure out the pattern. But I think now that I have a skeleton down and I kind of have my little quick tips of what I do in my head, I, I can knock it out maybe in about two, three hours. So uh, I've definitely gotten faster. <laughs> no shortcut to experience as a friend of mine yes. told me one time that, uh, that really teaches you. And it, um, it's, I don't think most people understand how much is involved in in, in editing audio or like you're doing or video like we do, but it's, everybody has a, you know, a camera in their hand now with their phone and um, you know what, it, it takes some experience to make it professional for sure. But your, your audio sounds great. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast and uh, enjoyable. the quality is really good. So. I appreciate Well, from, from a fellow content creator, that means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> What is a couple of your favorite restaurants in Memphis when we're talking about local? You know, we we go to a lot of the local restaurants and talk to owners, but we're also going to uh, places. I mentioned the coffee shops. We're in contact with some of the roasters here locally because they're serving coffee at a lot of the restaurants we go to. And then we've also been to uh, a brewery or two that we've, we've set up, a uh, Grind City, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I'm just curious locally, What's some of your favorites out there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we've already shouted out Puck Food Hall and and the arcade, but I think some other ones I really like. I'm I'm been vegetarian my whole life and slowly kind of transitioning to vegan as best as I can. So um I love a lot of those areas that are in um in Midtown, um, and then especially in the in the Crosstown, there's the global the Global Cafe, um, and I I mean I love so many things about that restaurant. One, obviously, just their mission being so community oriented, and they provide um, you know people who are refugees with this business opportunities to help them with economic growth and economic development. And um, I just love their mission, and also their food is delicious. I mean, you you have uh, I think what four different countries worth of food in one location. So um, I just 
just I love everything about them. And then another one, um, Raw Girls. It's a it's a food truck, but I guess now they're starting to come up with venues. And that's one when you were talking about um, you know businesses that are actually growing during COVID. That was the one that popped up in my head because they're actually opening up new locations during this time, which I found as fascinating. I mean, and they they have again they've that word thrive, they have found a way to thrive during this time where, you know, not only are they, you know, maintaining their business, but they were able to open another location in downtown, which I think is phenomenal. Um, my other go-to favorite restaurant, anytime that I'm on like Uber Eats and I just need some takeout is Mulan. Uh, it's in Cooper Young and they do, um, like uh, fusion style, um, Chinese food and, Oh man, that tofu lettuce wraps. It's it's, it's unlike anything I've ever had. <laughs> That's awesome. Is uh, Raw Girls, is that the one that has the uh, juice? I've seen, I think I've seen on their Instagram, but they ones doing the juices. Yeah, they have juice, smoothies, um, but then they also do like a bunch of um, just like vegetable-based um, pastas and entrees. Um, like they do spiralized noodles. Um, so, I mean, they, they've got a very eclectic menu and they also do desserts. So I actually, the very first time I had vegan cheesecake was from them. Wow, vegan cheesecake. Yeah. I, my daughter's vegan and she was the one that was with me in New York. I don't remember that we ran across any vegan cheesecake. That sounds interesting. It was phenomenal. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, you're seeing more and more options like that. Uh, we've been to a lot of places that are offering gluten-free, whether it's beer or other food items. Uh, they're starting to cater more to uh, a broader audience, I think. Yeah, which I think is great for, for Memphis. I think, you know, when I first moved here, um, being a vegetarian, uh, I was a little nervous. I think, you know, obviously Memphis is known for barbecue. And so people kind of ask, you know, what are you going to eat there? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to have to figure it out when I get there. And I love food. But I mean, within 24 hours, I... I think I tried about, you know, 10 different restaurants and I was like, I'm going to be fine here in Memphis. There are many options. It's a food town for sure. Absolutely. And it's, and it's growing. I mean, I feel like every day I hear about new businesses and like you said, new coffee shops, new roasters. I mean, I like, um, you know, we have, you know, Dr. Beans Emporium, Vice and Virtue, Comeback Coffee. I mean, those are just ones that are just within my vicinity downtown. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's a, very thriving food city. And as someone who is a foodie, it's, it's an excellent place to visit. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear. And, and yeah, it's interesting on uh, main street down there, you know, we went to uh, the vault and Prima's uh, bakery down yeah. there. Uh, talked to those guys and it, uh, that whole South side of Maine has developed to the point where there's a lot of interesting new options there. Absolutely. The one thing I'm waiting for is a Thai restaurant. So if you have any uh, people that want to get into the Thai uh, food industry, let's have them bring them bring it over to South Maine. I'm all for it. I'm. I'm (laughs) Sounds good. Well, I want to loop back to what you said in the beginning of a listener can get some free food. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I think we've teased them long enough. We'll talk about that now. (laughs) And you know, we we have two audiences, uh, so to speak, with our channel. And it's uh, the first one is our viewers, you know, people who are watching, wanting to learn about these new restaurants. And uh, we always do a giveaway. We get the restaurant to give away something. And um, typically, you know, when we first started off, it was, um, you know, a $10 gift card or $25 gift card. And that's gotten larger over the years. And um, like I said, we did 10 dozen donuts with Gibson several times. 
Uh, we've done a lot of stuff with AC Steakhouse where they would give five $50 gift cards. So these, they're getting larger. Uh, and we went to Pimentos in Carrierville. Uh, they've got a location in Carrierville and Germantown. And uh, Trey out there is the owner of both. He also owns three of the holiday hams. And um, he just he's one of these guys who he's larger than life. He wants to – it's go big or go home with him. So – our, we haven't launched this video yet, but it'll probably be coming out next week. And uh, we'd like to invite your audience to, to check us out. Uh, Facebook or Instagram is probably the best place. But the way it's going to work, he told us if his video gets 5,000 views, which is certainly within range of what we can do, then he's going to give away free food for an entire year to one of the viewers. Uh, the way that works is I'll get one entree every single week for a year so that's like a we looked at their menu that's that's like almost a 700 dollars value for one winner i like it and then he's also giving away 20 10 gift cards so uh we're really excited about it we're going to be promoting it free food for a year that sounds good on camera so absolutely it does <laughs> but uh this is the first time we've announced where it's going to be at so um yeah, uh, we'd invite your your audience to check us out, and uh, we let them run for about uh, a week. We'll probably let this one run even longer. So we'll have a. It's not like they've got to do it on one day or it's over. We usually let the contest run at least for a week, and with this one, it wouldn't surprise me if we let it run for two weeks. We got to get to those five thousand views so somebody can get free food for a year. Absolutely. So how how so for any listeners on this podcast they can maybe they'll they'll go over to the YouTube channel and then how do they how did they prove that they've watched it and they found the podcast so they just type in a comment and said I came here from what's on your mind? Yeah, so what they'll do we we're actually we have a YouTube channel but it's not anything big. Most of our content is on Facebook and Instagram. So they can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Food Report. Um our website is gofoodreport.com and all of our social media is on there as well. Um, but the way the contest works is it's your typical like and share this video episode for a chance to win. So Helen Claire, our social media manager, will put it in a randomizer for everybody who followed the rules. And then she'll double check it and triple check it to make sure they did everything we asked them to do. Helen Claire joining us and, you know, she's of a younger generation. Then Instagram is growing quickly. And um, so we want to be part of that platform as well. What what all, uh, tell me again where you're at. You obviously you have the podcast. Yep, we got the podcast. So everything of mine is under the blanket of JRPW services. So through that, I do um, training, I do facilitation, moderation, and the podcast has come out of that too. So you can follow me at JRPW services. The majority of the content that I post is on Instagram and Facebook, just because they're linked to each other. And as of one week ago, I have a Twitter. So you can also tweet me, <laughs> tweet at me, tweet me. I'm still learning the lingo. <laughs> we have that, but we haven't, uh, we haven't started tweeting much out of it yet. Uh, how's that going for you? I, I, it's a learning curve. I, I'll be honest. It's a learning curve. <laughs> I, you know, I'm watching, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk and some of those social media people up in New York. I, they're all about trying to, you know, post on every single platform. I don't know that we need to be on TikTok right now. <laughs> I can't. I don't even understand TikTok. <laughs> right. right. I think that's for other people other than us. Uh, how do the, uh, not to interrupt you, but uh, how, do, how do the uh, mini episodes work? Uh, what's the difference between a full one and a mini? 
Yeah, great question. So the full episodes are around 30 minutes and that's just kind of a, a, you know, general, anybody, you know, what's on your mind. And then I have two mini series. So there's one called Social Change Spotlight and those come out about every other Thursday. And those are to highlight, those are about maybe 15, 20 minute long. And those are to highlight um, community organizers and activists and um, really to highlight like grassroots efforts that are going on in people's communities. So um, I've done a some about, you know, getting people excited about voting um, and, and things like that. And then we just started one on Monday. We actually kicked it off this week because it's National Suicide Prevention Awareness Week. And the Mo- Monday, every other Monday episodes are called STFS. So stop the effing stigma. And they are stories for people to share anything about um, survival, struggle, and everything in between so that we can um, spread more awareness about mental health, mental illness. And through conversations and storytelling, we can stop the stigma. Yeah, I mean, we like what you're doing, and I think it's, um, you know, it's the persistence of the content and just keeping all the balls up in the air, And um, but it, it was really exciting. I certainly appreciate you reaching out to us. We were excited to be on the show. Absolutely. Well, this is such a pleasure. I can't wait to get this out. I am, I am going to start editing this this weekend and get it out on Tuesday so that we can get people following us and entering that contest and get free food for a year. I, I can't wait. We're excited. I love this. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You too. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. Thanks again to Arcade Restaurant for sponsoring today's episode. Don't forget to check out Serengeti.com and get 20% off of every purchase using code JANNYRAD20 at checkout. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D.com. And find me on Instagram at J-R-P-W Services. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.